Welcome to Life Transformation Radio. This show is all about life transformations and our journey from where we were to why we are doing what we are doing today. We will discuss the hiccups, the roller coasters, and the blood, sweat, and tears that has been poured out while discovering our purpose. It is all about our transformation. Here is your host, Sean Douglas. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to another episode of Life Transformation Radio. I'm your host, Master Resilience Implementer, TEDx Speaker, Business Positioning Strategist, and International Bestselling Author, Sean Douglas. This show is currently heard in over 90 countries. So whether it's your first time joining us or you've been listening to us for some time, I want to thank you to those who are listening from around the world. Life Transformation Radio is all about our transformation. Here is where we tell the stories of why we're doing what we're doing, highlighting that transformational moment that changed our lives and how we use it to then transform others and elevate their lives as well. You can listen to us live right here on the Blog Talk Radio Network, Tuesday through Friday, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can also join our Facebook group at Life Transformation Radio Community and never miss an episode by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Life Transformation Radio can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, TuneIn, Player FM, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Pandora, everywhere podcasts are available. You can subscribe to Life Transformation Radio. And while you're there, leave us a rating and review to let us know what you think of the show. You can also search us on YouTube at Life Transformation Radio and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Join us every Tuesday through Friday, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time by going to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Life Transformation Radio. On the show, my guests are entrepreneurs, speakers, business owners, coaches, podcasters, authors, amazing people who are impacting everyone around them. My guest today has done exactly that. If you have any questions for any of the guests that I bring on the show during our live broadcast, go ahead and give us a call at 657-383-1109. Again, the number is 657-383-1109. And with that, please help me welcome to the show my amazing guest for today, which I know you all will thoroughly enjoy, Lillian Zeltzer. Lillian, welcome to Life Transformation Radio. Thank you, Sean. Thank you for uh, having me on your beautiful program. Uh, hello from Australia, from uh, summer. From the summer. Yeah, it's really cold here in, in the U.S. right now. <laughs> it's a little cold. Yes, that's why I made the accent uh, on summer. Uh, it is blue sky and sunshine, and it's uh, amazing weather for Valentine's Day. Well, that's amazing. You know, my dream is to eventually go to Australia, and I really don't care where. I mean, Sydney sounds like a great place to start. But, uh, yeah, I'd love to go to Australia. I'd love to speak in Australia. I think I just it's a beautiful place. Yes, absolutely. I'm in love with, uh, with Australia. I originally um, I come from uh, Moscow, from 
Russia, but I live in Australia for the last 40 plus years and um, can't think of any better country to be. Um, well, occasionally I come to uh, the United States, which is amazing, sure. but sure. it would not swap. <laughs> right. Right. Beautiful weather, beautiful place to be. So, yeah, I'd love to visit there one one day. Um, so the title of this episode is To Health, Long Life, and Pleasures with Aphrodisiac's expert, Lillian Zeltzer. She is an author, a speaker, presenter, and pioneer in teachings about aphrodisiacs and their impact on sexuality, overall health, behavior, decision-making processes, self-esteem, and success in business, relationships, beauty, happiness, and career. Over 30 years ago, she accidentally stumbled on an old love potion recipe, which sparked her interest in aphrodisiacs. Together with her husband, a medical doctor, she researched, experimented, and hunted for aphrodisiacs around the world. In Aphrodisiac Adventures, Lillian shares some important discoveries of ancient aphrodisiacs, personal experiences, amazing legends, and humorous stories, and many time-tested aphrodisiac recipes, which had been known to natives for hundreds of years and now supported by science and statistics. Lillian helps people to discover the power of aphrodisiacs and believes that natural aphrodisiacs are the fuel for our sexuality, which can help people restore, balance, and maintain their physical, emotional, and mental health. Her message to health, long life, and pleasures, and stories about aphrodisiacs adventures offer excellent aphrodisiac recipes and are seasoned with humor, legends, tradition, and real-world experience. You can click on the links below in the show notes. Website, LinkedIn, and Facebook is right there. Click on those links and send her a friend request on your favorite social media platform. Send her a message and let her know that you listened to this episode of Life Transformation Radio. Lillian, the first question I have to ask, and I believe is the most important question here, why? Why do you do what you do? Uh, because it is too valuable uh, to keep it for myself. Um, I decided um, that it's worth um, to spread the news uh, that aphrodisiacs exist, uh, they work, and they are so important for every single person. Uh, because aphrodisiacs are not your sexual um, pleasure enhancements. They are not Viagra. Uh, they are the fuel of the sexuality, of your sexual energy, which... Uh, impacts your uh, decision-making processes, your success in life, your relationships, uh, your beauty, happiness, career, everything you touch, because we are sexual creatures. Um, we all remember uh, old uh, say, um, saying, um, uh, well, uh, live and uh, procreate. Uh, well, um, it's our purpose on this earth to procreate uh, and in return, we get all this beautiful pleasure of motherhood, fatherhood, relationships, love, uh, sex, uh, and other things. So aphrodisiacs is the fuel of sexual energy, which is important to know. 
um, and they don't, um, um, we are not talking here about your um, um, strawberry, champagne, chocolate, or oysters. We are talking about <laughs> real stuff. <laughs> Things that uh, actually can make impact on your uh, body system and um, tell it to balance, either elevate or uh, diminish a level of sexual energy uh, to suit your uh, temperament or to suit your situation or your health condition. Got it. Yeah, I mean, when I think of aphrodisiacs, I think of a smell or a taste or something that is pleasurable. It could be anything, right? Uh, but when I think about the aphrodisiac, that's just immediately what I think of. And so I'd like to dive in because some people might not exactly understand what the aphrodisiac is or how would I know if I was in that moment? How would I know if I came across one? So I'd love to dive in and, and really find out, you know, what an aphrodisiac is. <laughs> well, um, you are absolutely right, Sean. Um, aphrodisiacs uh, are not just foods. Uh, there are a lot of things um, that uh, influence our senses. Um, visual, uh, it could be um, something that you've seen or you see. Uh, aromas, um, well, our taste buds uh, produce uh, certain um, uh, changes in our bodies and send messages to our brain to uh, either... Um, uh, start producing uh, saliva or uh, endorphins. Um, well, um, our uh, sense of touch, um, our ears, well, uh, they pick up sounds that make us um, um, excited or uh, opposite, they can depress us. Uh, the power of aphrodisiacs is everywhere. We are bombarded from every... Uh, side with messages uh, and it's important that we select those that uh, we would like uh, to help us uh, to achieve certain things say um, if uh, you would like to um, um, elevate your mood um, there are certain aphrodisiacs uh, and they are legal Stimulants. We are not talking about narcotics or something that is illegal. Um, legal things, uh, herbal uh, concoctions, um, grass uh, and roots and berries and fruit and other stuff um, that has elements uh, that synthesized in those plants that give you that lift. Uh, say uh, yeah, before you go for um, uh, important meeting or um, um, your exam, or um, even a date, um, you would like to see yourself being um, in elevated mood with, uh, well, clarity in your mind. Um, and that's when you need uh, that knowledge of aphrodisiacs. Um, on the other hand, um, uh, you can actually, uh, with knowledge of aphrodisiacs, you can weave them into um, your everyday life. And even when you have breakfast, 
uh, you can already charge yourself certain way and support your sexuality, your sexual energy. Um, why? Well, um, when you look at the crowd, it's so easy to see people um, who have high level of sexual energy. They normally have shiny eyes, um, uh, charisma, uh, they attract a lot of people, friends. They are normally very successful in everything they start doing, um, relationships, career, um, you know, in their businesses. Uh, so sexual energy can be discounted. It is part of us, big part of us. In fact, sexual energy, it's you. Uh, and why not support it? And that's what I do. I teach people how to use aphrodisiacs and what they are. Because our bodies are all different. We're all different. Um, uh, that's why there's... There's not one particular aphrodisiac that will be suitable for every single person. Uh, if you need to learn um, aphrodisiacs and apply uh, to your needs. So, I mean, we're not talking about essential oils. And, uh, you know, like people wear them around their neck. One's for stress, one's for this, one's for this. Like, that, like that's not what we're t- talking about, right? Um, it, whatever works for you. Uh, from ancient times, okay. people used um, aromas. Um, like in ancient Greece, right. I, they believed that um, um, marjoram uh, uh, has that kind of smell that attracts opposite uh, sex. Uh, and young men used to uh, put it uh, behind their ears and uh, rub on their armpits to enhance their um, body smell. Um, Well, speaking of body smell, uh, body smell is a very important part uh, of um, our um, of uh, aphrodisiacs. Um, It is pheromones that um, we produce, males and females, that opposite sex uh, picks up. There is a little slit uh, in our nostril, in each nostril, um, that actually picks up pheromones. Uh, it's not your uh, ability to smell, it's ability to pick up pheromones, and that is separate organ to your nose um, that does that. Well, it is an art, and uh, perf- uh, perfumers um, uh, around the world actually use that to produce a sense that would attract, um, say, females to males and uh, the other way around. Uh, the only thing that uh, doesn't work into, you know, into their hands that uh, normally scents for females are chosen by males and uh, the other way around. So, um, well, they don't normally choose correct ones. Male wouldn't choose something that attracts uh, um, male, right? right? So females get perfumes that normally attract women instead of men. So <laughs> that's why it's important to know and learn aphrodisiacs and use it correctly. Um, say Valentine's Day is coming uh, and you want yep. to surprise your Valentine. Um, well, uh, why not to have uh, don't, why not to give uh, perfume? But unless you know 
uh, your Valentine's preferences, and um, you uh, you might choose something that uh, would actually repel her, uh, or the other way around. Say you want to surprise uh, someone who uh, loves chocolate, but uh, unconsciously uh, that person would think about uh, weight gain. Uh, and once again, you might uh, give something that wouldn't be uh, um, uh, ideal uh, Valentine's Day present. Uh, you can cook uh, for your Valentine or you can cook together. And for that, I have amazing recipes, both on the website and also in my new book, um, Aphrodisiac Adventures, where um, aphrodisiacs that are easily obtainable in any of your um, health food shops um, and um, uh, herbal stores uh, can be mm -hmm. used, um, which would work uh, definitely, uh, especially uh, if you would be cooking together uh, and talking about a historical figure who used that particular recipe uh, to achieve certain goals in life. It's either to seduce someone or to start war or uh, gain riches or um, uh, simply uh, enhance uh, sexual pleasures. So there are wow. stories, uh, yes, about uh, starting from uh, Cleopatra and uh, uh, Caesar and Mark Anthony or uh, Josephine Napoleon, famous ones and not so famous ones. Uh, there are interesting legends and stories that can actually enhance um, your dinner party and can become topic of conversation. It's sassy and sexy. Uh, at the same time, it's subtle and uh, leaves room for imagination. Right on. Well, there you go. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> very, very I, cool. I love aphrodisiacs because they work. Once upon a time, I was a skeptic. I did not believe in these hocus-pocus aphrodisiacs uh, that uh, seduce right. someone. Or uh, There is no magic about it, actually. Uh, it's uh, chemi uh, chemistry. It's science. It's something that works on your uh, inner world, uh, on your mental, emotional, or physical state. Um, what can I say? One should try before make decisions. Um, well, um, the original um, reason why I started Afro uh, looking into aphrodisiacs uh, leads us back to uh, 1988 um, when uh, my husband took me to uh, Paris on um, one of our uh, wedding anniversaries. In fact, it was our 10th wedding anniversary. <laughs> That's how old I am. Hey. <laughs> um, and uh, there, uh, being a, a bookworm, he uh, went hunting for old books in, uh, on the left uh, bank of um, Siena. There are a lot of bookstores, and one of them is Shakespeare and Company. That's where he uh, hid himself for a couple of hours. And while I was just enjoying my uh, 
coffee and stroll along the uh, uh, river. Well, he came out with two books. One was for me. It was Escafier, a beautiful, beautiful um, edition of uh, cookery, art of cookery. Uh, and uh, for himself, he got Decameron. Decameron is uh, an old 14th century uh, tractate of love stories, erotic love stories. And that was an amazing edition, but was in poor condition. So when we came to hotel, he started, uh, he wanted to um, uh, fix uh, the cover, book cover that was falling apart. And as he was doing that, like in a movie, believe it or not, the page came out of the book, fell on the carpet. I picked it up and it was just folded in half and it was titled Aphrodope. Uh, and underneath there were eight different um, uh, words, which I didn't make any sense to me. It was uh, different language. So um, I showed it to my husband, and to my surprise, he uh, uh, knew what it was. He said, oh, well, that's uh, uh, just botanicals. Oh, this one I know. This is adaptogen. This one I know. I, okay. And it was 18 botanicals underneath of just title Afredo. So, well, we put it back into the book and went for lunch. And there he was, my husband is medical doctor. He was fantasizing, saying that, oh, maybe that recipe, you know, love portion recipe, because Afredo stands probably for something like aphrodisiac dope. Oh, right. focus, focus. Well, why don't we make, when we come back to Melbourne, Australia, why don't we make it? And Oh, so we laughed at it and we had fun. But when we came back home, um, he actually uh, started working on it. And after many years hunting for aphrodisiacs at their origin around the world, where they grow in the wild at their highest potency, we got all ingredients. And he actually set up a lab where he experimented with methods of ex in, um, extraction of those uh, bioactive um, elements from each of the uh, botanicals until he got it right. And in 2004, we had first batch mm -hmm. of Afrodope made. Um, well, and it tasted beautiful, uh, mysterious taste. It's uh, citrusy at the same time. Uh, you can um, pick up notes of chocolate and mask and so on. But the main thing is that it worked. Uh, we gave it to all our uh, friends to try and experimented at uh, University of, uh, in Switzerland, University of Lausanne, uh, at the, their uh, uh, neurological center um, to see how it works uh, on the brain, on the human brain. And it actually, uh, show that um, Afrodope, Afro that particular extract, um, uh, works on mm -hmm. pleasure system. It sends messages from pituitary gland to uh, different parts of your body to uh, uh, produce uh, uh, certain um, elements that um, elevate or lower sexual energy, a level of sexual energy. Wow. Uh, yes, since that time, myself and my husband, and of course, my mother, who is 
well, tomorrow are going to be uh, 94. Uh, we use Afrodoke every day, like a uh, tablespoon uh, in a glass of uh, coffee, of water, uh, whatever, or just as sipping when it's hot weather like today, I probably will have it just on ice. Um, and it actually builds up not only sexual energy, but um, uh, the um, immune system, um, eyesight. I still don't wear glasses. Uh, and more than that, if I wanted to produce baby tomorrow and I'm in my 60s, I can do that. Wow. Well, you covered <laughs> a lot in there. <laughs> wow. Uh, yes. I know so much, and I would like to share. It's amazing world. People don't know. If more people would know about how beautiful to be sexually active till in your late um, uh, part of uh, your life, um, well, there would be no words. People would be kinder to each other. Uh, world would be much better place to be. That's my yeah. opinion. Anyway, oh, no, so I, you, I agree. Yes, whether you use a betel nut uh, or zaluf, which grows on Mount uh, um, Harmon in Israel and uh, Syria or Lebanon, uh, or if you use uh, wormwood um, from uh, French Alps, uh, kava in Hawaii, or uh, Dear Velvet in Japan, or there are thousands, thousands I can uh, talk about, starting from poisons that are in mild uh, dosages, can produce aphrodisiac effects, finishing with foods and delicious things uh, from different countries, uh, which I tried, um, and uh, which are based on um, uh, recipes uh, that were um, uh, in families of native people for hundreds of years. Uh, That's awesome. It doesn't matter what you use as long as it works for you. Yeah. That's awesome. The theme of the show is about transformation, right? Life transformation. So for you, what was a transformational experience that changed you and put you on the path to what you're doing today? Um, my very first trip. Uh, when we came to Australia and we couldn't find any of the ingredients that were on that recipe that we found, um, we decided that we should go to uh, countries where they um, originate from. And our very first trip was to China, uh, where I found to my surprise that um, aphrodisiacs uh, was something that people used. Uh, and there were many it's, uh, and I tried and I actually experienced elevation. Uh, some uh, was immediate and some just was gradual, but I could see that it exists. That was a um, mind-changing uh, exercise that changed my life. Uh, from then onwards, every single holiday, well, I'm married and I have two beautiful daughters and now granddaughters. And um, well, I was busy also working uh, as a professional. I'm uh, my, well, I graduated from uh, conservatorium. So I am a musician and I ran music schools. 
um, and other businesses in my life. Uh, so I was busy, of course, with my family and businesses and couldn't go every day. But every holiday for the last 35 plus years was spent in hunt of aphrodisiacs. We visited over 180 countries and it was purpose-driven holidays, uh, which we enjoyed. Yes, of course, the scenery um, and uh, culture, but mainly it is people's attitude to sexuality and how they use aphrodisiacs to enhance that. Uh, so it was life-changing experience. Um, I hope I answered your question, Sean. Hello. I think I lost you. Hey, so I, I'm I'm very fascinated by how people get their start. I'm very fascinated by how people get into what they're doing and how they've elevated the world around them once they unlock a passion. Because this may not have been a passion for you, at, you know, at first, or maybe it was like, what is this thing? And then it was like, I'm interested. I'm interested. Okay, now I'm now I'm in it. I've bought into this thing. This is amazing. So. I'm always I'm always fascinated to hear people's um, their their journey through it. You know, you being in it for 30 years ago, accidentally stumbling on an old love potion recipe, which I thought was amazing because we see these movies, you know, we see these cartoons, you got these potions and different things, and it's supposed to make people do certain things and behave a certain way. So, how does it impact? your sexuality, your behavior, your decision-making process, especially business. A lot of entrepreneurs and business owners listen to my show. How does aphrodisiacs influence those things? Um, aphrodisiacs uh, fuel your sexual energy, which is uh, the most how? important. How do they do that? Uh, how? Uh, through all, how? Uh, through your senses. They get into your system and they tell your own body system to balance either your hormones or perhaps you're not, uh, you don't have enough of uh, uh, one of the elements, uh, say iron or magnesium or whatever. So that particular uh, aphrodisiac will give you the ammunition to produce what your body needs to elevate your sexual energy. And that sexual energy is important to any leader, to any business person, to anyone who wants to succeed in life or relationships. Without that, uh, you would just procrastinate uh, and uh, don't, uh, won't achieve much. It would be a struggle. Uh, and those uh, who neglect their sexual energy uh, eventually get that. How many people we know that... Um, started beautiful uh, relationship, but couldn't keep it. Um, there is a reason right. for it. And the reason is lack of sexual energy. It doesn't mean that you have sex 10 times a day. It's nothing to do with sex. Sexual energy, it's um, you. 
It is something that makes you move, do things, achieve, enjoy life, and you're, of course, uh, build beautiful business around you um, and attract people to it. Right. Very cool. Uh, Well, I wish uh, um, there were lessons about aphrodisiacs. Well, aphrodisiacs are commonly um, uh, known as sexual enhancers. It's not correct. Aphrodisiacs are stimulants. They are stimulants of sexual energy. And I wish there were lessons at school to teach young people uh, about... um, well, sexual energy and what makes tick. Um, probably a lot of um, um, teenagers uh, would benefit from it uh, because when they choose their <laughs> career, future career, uh, they are uh, smitten by uh, so many choices and they are not sure what to do to follow uh, footsteps of their parents or friends or uh, to uh, listen to their teachers or just don't do anything whatsoever and have fun. But with aphrodisiacs, right aphrodisiacs, they would get clarity. They would be able to um, assess their own abilities and channel their energy towards the goal from early days, not when they already in their mid-30s and they decided, oh, yes, yes, of course, I feel like I should have been a doctor. Well, it can start when you just finish your school and go into college. Um, and, right. Um, yes, uh, and a lot of other examples. Um, um, well, in uh, older people, it is natural uh, that with age, and it's common knowledge, that uh, our sexuality lowers with uh, age. Uh, it's uh, due to a, a lot of factors that don't depend on you. Um, well, it's environment. Um, it's, um, well, uh, stress. It's one of the biggest uh, uh, sexual energy killers. Um, accidents. Um, it could be sicknesses that we uh, get. It could be a, a lot of things that don't depend on a person, but sexuality is gentle. And uh, if something disbalanced in the body, it can lower and it will lower with the age unless it's supported by aphrodisiacs. Love um, it. So how do you well, elevate the world around you by the aphrodisiacs or the things that you teach, how are you currently elevating the world around you? Um, well, I've written a book uh, as introduction uh, to um, just, I listed a few probably, uh, 10, 10, no, actually 13 uh, uh, different trips which I made, and I only listed uh, 13 or 15 aphrodisiacs. But it is uh, a guide, a little taste of what aphrodisiacs can do. Uh, It gives you understanding of aphrodisiacs. So those that are interested, uh, it can be a first uh, point of interaction with aphrodisiacs. From then onwards, um, people can uh, uh, take it more seriously, uh, arrange uh, time um, or private uh, uh, one-to-one sessions where I can help 
to identify correct aphrodisiacs for a person or for a spouse or for a partner. Um, I can help, but I can't do it for you. Um, I can help with advice, um, but I cannot physically do it. Uh, well, it's not only me, uh, but uh, there are some herbalists uh, and uh, some other professionals that can guide you uh, to, um, to that. Um, however, I don't know anyone who would be uh, intimately involved in aphrodisiacs for so long. Uh, I actually uh, experienced uh, most of them and can testify uh, if they work or they don't work and which ones are aphrodisiacs and which ones are anti-aphrodisiacs. There are things that actually lower sexual energy and sometimes that's what you need. Uh, a simple example, say, uh, innocent lettuce. Uh, it actually lowers okay. uh, sexual energy. Um, or um, uh, white water lily bulbs or, <laughs> or uh, even marjoram. Uh, well, there are so many examples that uh, can, uh, well, right. or can, uh, you know, by mistake put into their food or environment that would actually affect them and they wouldn't know what actually is happening. Uh, so right. according Makes to sense. my website, you would be able to see what I'm doing. Well, I'm also running workshops. Um, it's, uh, well, virtual these days. We all can talk well, about yeah. And uh, nowadays we have virtual dinner parties, aphrodisiac parties. Uh, it's a lot of fun because aphrodisiacs, it's not something that people take with straight face. It's a lot of um, um, humor, uh, a lot of uh, uh, fun uh, to cook, to um, um, or to prepare or uh, to experience um, a lot of jokes and uh, I highly recommend uh, uh, for um, people to join to subscribe to my blogs and uh, hear uh, what's new in the world of aphrodisiacs because science uh, every day proves more and more things that actually work um, for people, uh, well, things that have been known for thousands of years all of a sudden become fashion um, because science proves that it works. So why not to know it? Uh, just subscribe to my uh, uh, blog and if you don't like it, uh, well, cancel it at any point. Awesome. So moving forward, you have the speaking, the teaching, the coaching, the mentoring, you're an author. What's next for 2021? Oh, Sean, it's uh, something that uh, I kept for many years on the back of my mind. I would like to produce television series. Oh, cool. About these acts, uh, based on my experience and something that would give value to viewers, something that would teach them and open their mind to the world of aphrodisiacs. 
something that can help them to live their lives to the fullest. Um, my, That'd be amazing. Uh, I think a documentary would be super cool. The only problem is that I am not a, a producer or uh, know how to make movies. So I'm looking for a company that would be, or a company or a person, someone who would be interested um, to uh, produce a television series. I can see it uh, in Anthony Bourdain style um, uh, documentary um, uh, where aphrodisiac expert interviews local people about aphrodisiacs that had been there for thousands of years and uh, how they work and actually test it. And um, well, there are, I actually uh, developed uh, um, treatment and uh, uh, scripts uh, for about uh, 80 episodes. <laughs> so if anyone out there uh, interested, please give me a hoy. Nice. I think a documentary would be awesome. I really do. I think a documentary, like I'd watch that, you know, a documentary on aphrodisiacs or like an eight part mini series or something like that. Um, exploring the different uh, aphrodisiacs that are available for, let's say, business or sexuality or relationships or what to do, what not to do. I think that would be very, very cool. I'd watch that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, as soon as it's made, I will send you a link. <laughs> but in the meantime, uh, I am still looking for somebody who would uh, take me to the next level and actually make it happen. Yeah, I think it would have to be somebody in Australia. Uh, it doesn't have to be uh, before COVID, uh, before pandemic. Um, I was actually uh, uh, coming to United States, to your continent, uh, at least once a year for a couple of months because you have so many aphrodisiacs out there. My God, you are blessed with them, starting from American ginseng, which was a very common yeah. plant before it uh, was over-harvested. Um, it was right. in Carolina and everywhere. Or um, your um, amazing um, pal- um, um, Sao Palmetto. Uh, it is uh, a little palm tree um, which I found uh, at the Point Canaveral in Florida. Um, uh, it's a little palm tree that has uh, berries look like olives. And when they ripen, they are dark in color. And ancient Incas, uh, used to uh, use them to strengthen uh, their fertility. Uh, right. They oh, very, very cool. <laughs> or um, amazing thing I found uh, on the border of Mexico and Texas, um, uh, not okay. far from uh, Cor- uh, Corpus Crisis. Uh, uh, well, it's um, Damian, a little shrub uh, that um, has little yellow flowers. Uh, and its leaves, uh, if you would just tip them in hot water and drink as a tea or in alcohol or in your wine or your favorite drink, actually elevates your mood, relaxes at the same time, stimulates. 
your sexual energy. They are amazing things. I can tell you one, um, one million things that would work, uh, but it's once again, someone has to take it seriously and experiment and listen to your body. Uh, it's the best judge uh, will tell you uh, if it works or not. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm completely fascinated and I know nothing about this. However, uh, it sounds like something worth reading into and something worth you know knowing. So I appreciate the time that you spent educating my audience because you're the first person I've ever had on the show that talks about anything like this. And I always love new and interesting topics on the show. And I just appreciate you coming on the show and talking about the aphrodisiacs that are out there and how it impacts your sexuality and health and behavior and success and relationships and things that we wouldn't even think of, things that we wouldn't even really know to, to be true. Uh, you, you've kind of explained it. So uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me uh, on your show, uh, Sean. I look forward to, to be um, your guest again uh, at any time. Uh, awesome. And I think that, so I want to leave the, the listeners with this. Valentine's Day is coming up. So what would be your advice for a great Valentine's Day evening for a couple and they, you know, they're like aphrodisiac. Well, what's that about? So what would be your advice for a couple going into a nice Valentine, Valentine's Day evening? Um, take into consideration that uh, it is uh, very close now to Valentine's Day. Um, I uh, don't know if you would be uh, um, able to get uh, Aphrodisiac Adventures book, which definitely would uh, change your world. Um, it would make you wish you found it early in your life. Mm-hmm. But um, it's never too late. Maybe after the Valentine's Day you can do that. Um, by the way, for the uh, listeners of um, Sean's um, show, um, I would like to offer special gift. Uh, if anyone would send us a picture um, of um, them having, uh, well, selfie, say, selfie of uh, themselves with Aphrodisiac sure. Adventist book, they would receive VIP invitation to Aphrodisiac party, um, the virtual, so it's for anyone in any part of United States. Um, so and to answer your question, uh, what else you can do? Um, well, something that wouldn't change uh, uh, your um, uh, your relationship. Uh, if it's beginning of a relationship, if you just want to hint someone that you are there and, well, uh, don't give perfume because, as I explained before, it can repel. Don't give chocolates. Uh, because a person can be uh, not in position to actually eat them. Uh, well, right. how about a big smile and occasion to go together out to uh, a nice uh, place where they, you can spend quality time together? 
uh, a nice stroll along the uh, river with uh, a little um, uh, gift uh, that can be kept for a long time, say uh, a little uh, token of love uh, statue or a little uh, jewelry or little something that doesn't affect our senses. Um, well, uh, people who Perfect. are in relationship already and just want to escalate for that particular night, I would say, uh, uh, well, would be uh, good to uh, organize, go into trouble of or organizing their um, uh, environment at home. Make well turn the, uh, their home into a station of love for that particular day, um, uh, and that entails uh, uh, music, certain type of music, uh, entails uh, smells, um, aromas, entails uh, lights, uh, the colors, um, well uh, textures of what you would wear. Um, and of course, the food that uh, you would serve. Um, give it a thought, and I'm sure uh, you would work out. Just write it down one by one and work on all senses. Don't work on one, just. Love it. Love yeah. it. Thank you so much for that. And this has been incredible. I've learned a ton. And sounds like I got a lot more work to do a lot more interesting um, topics to read about as far as aphrodisiacs. But uh, I want to thank you so much for your time and energy that you've given my audience. Uh, if you, if anyone is interested in learning anything about this, go get the aphrodisiac adventures and just learn about it. Pick up the book and learn about what Lillian Zeltzer has to offer. Lillian, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Sean, and um, to health, long life, and pleasures. I love it. Life Transformation Radio listeners, an amazing guest impacting the world around her. If any part of our conversation today with Lillian Zeltzer resonated with you, please reach out to her. Go to her website, go to Facebook, LinkedIn. All her links are right there in the show notes. Connect with her. Get to know what aphrodisiacs are and how you can use them. And with that, I close the show by saying live your brand. Find opportunities every day to live out the core values that you hold deep in your heart. And I call this living your brand. So until next episode, live an amazing life.